And joining us now from uh, Johnson Ryland Homes is Paul Ryland, one of the uh, owners and operators of that, along with uh, Bob uh, Thacker is with us from Age Friendly Northfield. Gentlemen, good morning. Thank you so much for uh, coming in today. Good morning. Nice to be here. Yeah. Good morning, Jeff. It's great to be here. We have a monthly segment where we check in with the folks uh, from Age Friendly Northfield and some of the developments, the, some of the things that they've been working on. Bob, we'll start off with you. Uh, first of all, you know, describe your role with Age Friendly Northfield and, and why you're in today. Yeah, well, I've, uh, I'm very active in housing for Age Friendly Northfield and uh, about accessible housing and, uh, you know, bringing the story about uh, how to design the right home, the one you're in or the one you want to build, um, and how to, how to make sure that uh, you're able to stay in your home as long as you can. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like 90% of Americans say they want to stay in their home all of their life. Sadly, they can't, but that's, you know, part of the reason. Yeah, and that... Uh... There are, uh, over the course of the last recent decades, maybe the 21st century, uh, there seems to be a little bit more, and Paul, maybe you can talk about this a little bit more, there seems to be more focus on that, staying at home, whether it be uh, for, you know, the best house is the one that's paid for, the greenest house is the one that's already built. Uh, that may be mm-hmm. part of the reason, but people just feel comfortable at home. Tell us about that. Mm-hmm. About the uh, trend in the building business. Yeah. Well, I think that, um, I, you know, I, I, I was thinking about our talk yesterday, Bob, at the Senior Center, and, and it's part of an ongoing series about housing. Um, and we were talking about universal design. And, and I think one of the things that, you know, universal just means it's a house that works for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in terms of as people age and, and stairs and steps become more of a challenge for them or, or even just become impossible. Um, uh, stay on mic. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. But I was thinking about my neighborhood. So I live in the historic part of town here. And um, I think the biggest change that's happened is the desire I think was always there, but housing was just not, it was not possible to build barrier free housing uh, because we didn't have good survey and engineering technology. We didn't have good in- engineering so we just we habitually built houses high out of the ground because um, we didn't know what was going to happen when a heavy rain came. And uh, but now we we have a lot better technology and we can we can build a house with a zero grade and still have it drain well and and not have problems with you know with the housing. So mm-hmm. so I think a lot of it is just that you know it's the awareness uh, what's happened through the ADA and what we see in commercial buildings and and downtown sidewalks and you know, handicap entrances and things like that, but um, but also now the technology that's available. And, and Bob, I recall talking, I'm not sure if it was with you or somebody from Age Friendly, about the survey they did a year or two ago, and, and housing really uh, rose to, uh, you know, up by the top of that list as concerns for people uh, who, are, who are aging. It's a huge issue, and, and Northfield, as Paul alluded, you know, the housing uh, the industry heretofore really didn't wasn't able to build accessible homes easily, and so a uh, majority of homes here in Northfield, the existing homes, um, many of them are not accessible. But what's happening? The survey that we did was really to understand what people felt about their homes, and it was um, you know um, it reflected the national trends as well. People want to stay in their homes; they feel comfort there, and they feel a history there. And uh, people who are able to stay in their own homes, uh, on average, live seven years longer. So uh, it's it's not only a sentimental thing, it's a practical thing. 
And so building a home or remodeling a home to make it accessible, actually, you know, there's expense to it, but it's front-end expense. If you have a catastrophe, uh, if you fall or you, you know, have a stroke or a heart attack or whatever, or suddenly you find yourself in a wheelchair, um, the, the price that you pay after the fact for extended care and all those other things is a huge expense as well. So, you know, whether you want to spend the money on the front or on the back, uh, the question is, you know, do you want to be in your home? And you know, I recall uh, our grandmother, my grandmother, coming to live with us as, as I was a child, and this was uh, quite a few years ago. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the way, what, what do we do to uh, make Grandma at home? Well, uh, you know, you take out the throw rugs so she doesn't trip, and uh, mm-hmm. that was kind of it. <laughs> there wasn't really a whole lot more than that, right, at the time. But uh, science and and just listening to people. Uh, who uh, who are older uh, have a uh, you, you get a different perspective on yeah. that, and as we all get older, yeah, I have a different perspective on it as well. It's really you know we're learning so much, mm-hmm. and um, the the seminar that we conducted yesterday uh, really was just packed full of ideas and tips and things that people can do to make either to build a new home or make their home their present home accessible. Mm-hmm. And um, AARP has done an exceptional job in providing information and uh, resources for people to really learn more. And I, I'll put a plug in for AARP if I might. Sure. But there's a there's a, a wonderful guide that is called the Home Fit Guide, and this is uh, full of of all all aspects of the house that can be uh, simply changed or built from scratch. Um, but it's it's a great resource, and all one has to do is go to aarp.org slash homefit. Or if you just go to aarp.org and look up universal design, accessible homes, whatever, you'll be able to find the information. And it's really, Paul and I both really swear by this. It's almost the Bible (laughs) of of universal design. Yeah, when I think it was really helpful, we had an architect, uh, uh, Gene Nicolelli, that came down, and he's a representative for AARP. And I, I thought it was really insightful. He he really brought a lot of just helpful tips for your existing home. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you are, li- you know, even if you're needing, you're needing more safety in your home. Um, and we had we had some people that were there, and and you know, one one of the gals was asking about her steps and how she could make her steps safer, and you know, and that's her short term need. And so I think that it's really helpful um, to to go over the guide. I I do. I'm not sure I quite swear by it, Bob, but I, mm-hmm. but I, I do advocate for it. <laughs> now, uh, uh, Paul here is uh, is an award-winning builder. You have uh, won some award from the uh, from uh, several organizations and, and uh, building houses that uh, are approachable for everyone uh, without the barriers is a big big reason why you're seeing more and more than that within the business. Yeah, and I think what's kind of interesting is, you know, I think people are thinking, and I, this makes me really happy, but people are thinking more long-term about their housing. Um, housing was always intended to be a long-term investment. Um, and, you know, I have people in their 30s and 40s saying that they want to build their forever home. And so I love to introduce them to the idea of, well, if you really mean that, have you ever thought about universal design? And then, of course, mo- most of them say, no, what is that? You know? Mm-hmm. And then we introduced the idea that if they built a house that would meet the needs of everyone. And, and so then almost all the time they say, well, what about, you know, Aunt Judy hasn't been able to come to a lot of family events because of her mobility challenges. 
Um, she could come if we built the house this way, then she could come to our house for for events or holidays or whatever it might be. Um, but then, too, even though that person might be in their 40s, and I, then I might say, well, fast forward 40 years and what sort of challenges might you be having? And so up front, you know, it might only add, you know, three to five percent and the cost of the home to make the house fully, you know, not fully accessible, but careful with those terms. Um, but, you know, barrier free, no steps, no stairs and what we call all living facilities on one level. Um, and that, that can have a huge benefit to that person be able to live there forever. Um, and also just for resale, because most homes don't have these features and it gives the, it gives the homeowner a big edge, um, when they go to sell the house someday. Now you, you, you mentioned there was a, uh, a, a seminar or workshop, uh, yes. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Is that a series going on? Do you have more coming up or is that already come and gone? No. Um, there's opportunity for more. Okay, tell uh, us about in that. In April, a date to be announced, uh, we're having um, a seminar on downsizing and how to prepare yourself for moving to smaller space or how to prepare yourself for living better in the space you have. Um, and so that's coming up in April. And then later in the spring, we're going to actually do a tour of different types of uh, age-friendly housing, um, universal design, ADUs, other other forms of housing, small homes, what have you, and and that's in the planning stages. But it should be a lot of fun and an mm-hmm. opportunity really to see firsthand, kick the tires, if you will. <laughs> All right. Where can people get information on uh, the dates, uh, the times, and, uh, sure. and the locations? On if those? you basically go to Age Friendly Northfield mm-hmm. and then uh, and then click on you know on the site, you'll find the listing, the upcoming calendar, and all of that. All right. A lot of information, by the way, on that website as well. A lot of information. Mm -hmm. They've done a great job of keeping that up. Uh, What else do we need to know about uh, either this or other things? We've got pickleball coming up. I I know that. But anything else about housing? Pickleball, the new hot trend. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's dill or kosher or gedney, but it's pickleball. Yes. Yeah. I, I wonder if you were going to go there. Yeah, it's I'm, a, I'm a sweet gherkin man yeah. myself. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, Paul, you, you, there's some things, some needs actually in in the pickleball area, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, we are. Um, you know, I'm just going to read this. So Age Friendly Northfield is partnering with the Northfield Public Schools Community Education to offer a free pickleball at the high school gym on Sundays, 12 to 4 p.m. during the winter season. But we first need to hire a supervisor. We're in need of one person or a couple to set up and take down the nets and equipment before and after practice and remain at the gym for this five-hour period, and then so on and so forth. But please uh, uh, contact Melissa Bernard by email or phone, um, 507-664-3502. All right, and that's a paid position? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yep. Yeah. I, I didn't okay. announce the pay on there because okay. I thought it you, might be uh, yeah. negotiable you, you or can, something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can check on that, but it is a paid uh, position. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a, another thing, too, uh, that I think folks should know about, which is really great, especially this winter, uh, today in particular. Um, there is... Uh, what's called the um, walking in the halls of Northfield High School. Mm-hmm. So it's an opportunity for seniors or other people to exercise, to come to the high school uh, from Monday to Friday from 6 a.m. to 7 or 3.30 to 5, so two times a day, that the school is open where people can walk and get their steps in and uh, and the safety and security of our high school. So, <laughs> no ice um, or snow, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, please. Yeah. So anyway, the, uh, they say to enter the building between 3.30 and 4.30 uh, as the building doors lock at 4.30. So be there between 3.30 and 4.30. Mm-hmm. But it's very popular, so 
Make new friends. Yeah, there you go. And keep in shape. (laughs) Gentlemen, what else? Anything we need to know? Well, I think, uh, you know, age-friendly Northfield uh, is really getting into a lot of activity, and there's there's more curiosity about what age-friendly Northfield is. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, we're hopeful that... um, you know that. Oh, sorry. There is also the Medicare counseling. Let me come back to that. But yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, there will be some upcoming programs talking about age-friendly Northfield and uh, sharing information to help everybody learn more about what we're about. So. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll There's also uh, one last point. One, one more announcement. So Medicare counseling is the third Wednesday every month from ten to two, and that is uh, the Southeast Minnesota Area and Aging Consultants. Um, and that is at the 50 North building. So once again, Medicare counseling, the third Wednesday every month from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Perfect. All right. Gentlemen, very good job. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the work you do for Northfield. Much appreciated. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. That's Bob uh, Bob Thacker and Paul Ryland from uh, Johnson Ryland Builders. You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080 KYMN Northfield. I've got Rich standing by. He'll have a look at local news in just a moment.